0: Hey, everyone. It's a D. How are you doing? hope everyone's having a great day or had a great day. Um, if you're around my side of the globe where it is already nighttime. Um, and today I wanted to talk to you about self-sabotage. Um, because a lot of times there can be people who are just really um, very close to like the breakthrough in their career and they can be very, very close to finding that job um, that they really want or maybe they found it and now they're working hard to actually get it. Um, But somehow it always seems like just a little bit out of reach and, you know, when that kind of thing happens, it can feel really, really frustrating because sometimes it can be a long process um sometimes it can it can feel like we're doing everything correctly like we're doing everything the right way and it's still not working um and and so and and we might even be technically doing everything correctly so like if we go and try to assess you know what it is that we're doing wrong and we come with trying to you know find those places where we can improve we we don't really find anything meaningful and and it can be very um, confusing and very frustrating to not find anything to improve. Um, And when that happens, we kind of tend to sometimes go into this negativity, especially if you've been trying for a while to do something um, where we start to wonder, like, well, am I, is it, like, am i using the wrong strategy to try and, and get there my is is it like my resume um, maybe it's my face they don't they don't like it in the interviews um, or or maybe there's just you know we start telling ourselves things to make us feel better like oh they they weren't right for me anyways or like there's no jobs out there it's really tough <coughs> you start to look at other people who have been struggling for a long time and use those People as an example, well, if they if they're you know not managing to do it, then surely like I can't either, and that, it all makes sense. We start building a story that makes sense for us for, for why this is happening. Um, and really what I want to suggest to you guys is that it could be if especially if you know you feel like you're doing everything right and it's still not working and you're still not managing to either find a job. Or get any any you know invitation. You you don't get invited to any interviews, or you go to the interviews and never hear back. Um, and if you feel like you're doing all the right things, but you're not seeing the results that you want, then it could be uh, something much sneakier. And 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 I'm talking about self sabotage. And so I wanted to you know when I was preparing for this um, this video. I was, I wanted to kind of kind of come up with all the ways that I could think of where I've seen people, um, and myself as well, um, kind of get in their own way when, um, when they're job seeking and job searching. Um, because I think one of the most important things is to be able to really recognize that, that, um, that it's happening, right? Like we can't fix something that we don't Um, that we're not aware of. And so a lot of times the thing about self-sabotage is like, you know, I can guarantee you, like um, most of you watching this are probably saying, you know, oh, I don't do that to myself. I really want to get a job in high tech. Why would I ever screw that up for myself? Um, And even though you might think that I want to invite you to, to come to what I'm going to say next with an open mind, so that in case you are doing some of those things, then um, you don't miss it, right? Because those thoughts, those like, oh no, that's not me, oh, I'm fine, I already know that. You know, those are the type of thoughts that will make us miss things, and then the type of thoughts that are gonna make us, um, you know, because we're missing them, kind of dismiss any, any like evidence that we see um, that that would show us and, and maybe like clue us in that we are getting in our own way. So what I've noticed that people do a lot, just one thing that, um, that tends to happen is that you kind of go into um, very, very low key irresponsible teenager mode Um, and I don't know how like you were as a teenager but for me um, some of you have been like responsible from the day you were born but for me when I was a teenager I was not the most responsible person I was always a good person you know I never did any like bad things Um, but I would constantly um, lose my phone or have it break, or drown, or whatever. Um, uh, even before phones, I would like, you know, yeah, kind of giving away uh, my age here, but I didn't grow up with a with a smart cell phone. And even before that, I would kind of, uh, you know, show up show up late, or you know, miss appointments at school. I would lose my things all the time so it was kind of like one of those cases where my mom would always say like it's a good thing your head's connected to your body because you would probably lose that too um and we all know that's no good so (laughs) so fortunately um i've grown up since then and i noticed that when i do have momentary lapses where i slip into like a shadow of that behavior um then that is like self sabotage, which is sinking in. So I want to think I want you to think about what are your behaviors, your behaviors that haven't served you well in your life before. Um, so if you you know, whether it's uh, um, missing emails that you get or or procrastinating or, you know, forgetting things. Or losing things and stuff like that and any kind of irresponsible behavior that hasn't served you well in your life before. Um, and you know, even if you've been a completely meticulous, organized, responsible uh, person from from the minute that you came into this world, you probably still had a few of these experiences so and you probably remember them better than those of us who, that that was like the normal for us. Um, But think about those behaviors and try to recognize if you are sort of bringing that vibe or those, or, you know, like a very, very, you wouldn't, (coughs) I don't want to say that you bring it back fully because, you know, you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't recognize yourself if you started behaving so recklessly and so irresponsibly and like these behaviors would play out full out. But sometimes we we let ourselves, you know the way that self sabotage shows up is by taking too long to reply to someone who wrote to us about an opportunity. or you see a job um, a job opportunity, like a job description someone's posting, and it sounds really right for you, but you kind of leave that tab open and you don't act on it immediately. There's always something else to do, right? So it's not a priority. Um, And then maybe you forget about it. Maybe it's too late. Um, Or maybe you... um, This is a really sneaky one. Maybe you constantly show up to your interviews exactly on time or even late. Like you don't get there 10, 15 minutes early. Um, and you don't have to come in 10 or 15 minutes early. That might be too much. Um, but you definitely want to be there. You want to be around. You don't want to be on the way. So I think you're, I, I hope that you're um, getting the kind of behaviors, like the, the type of behaviors that I'm talking about, where you're, you're kind of, acting um, a little bit irresponsibly. And if you can recognize any hint of that even in in the way that you come to a job search or a job interview or trying to do any of the activities that you do in order to get a job, um, then that's a pretty strong signal that you are experiencing some form of self-sabotage. And the other thing to look for is you're doing everything, but you're doing everything um, just to do it, just to kind of check it off, and there's no real intention behind it. And so, for instance, um, what this looks like is uh, copy, copying, paste, pasting, copying and pasting um, the same message to a bunch of different people that you want to connect with. Um, email or LinkedIn, um, just doing doing things kind of almost um, on autopilot, almost like you're you're trying to be efficient, right? You're you don't. It's the whole point of like, um, you know, we're very, as humans, <laughs> we're very cheap when it comes to our uh, effort that we exert. We're very um, we're uh, like cognitive misers, so. We want to um, we're trying to like save energy and save effort by being efficient um, and the problem is that a lot of times this can actually cost us <laughs> because when we when we do um, sit down to. Uh, write a message to connect with someone and we have an intention behind it of the connecting with that person and we take that you know those 30 seconds or even less to think about what it is that we want to get out of whatever we're doing um then a few things happen number one we're we're better at assessing if this you know if this needs to be done, and if it's important for our goals, because we're thinking about like we're thinking about the outcome, we're we're doing this with like the end in mind, um, and that will prevent a lot of you know uh, wasted effort, wasted energy, and unnecessary movement. So that's a, a, actually a way to get back the efficiency is to be very intentional, and and then you have actually something better than efficiency you get um, productivity and effectiveness. And so when you do that, you not only get that rule of thumb of should I do this or shouldn't I do this? Is this important? Is it not? And it's not even only that you are looking at the outcome, the results that you want to get from whatever it is that you're doing, but you're also thinking about, in the case of um, writing a message, you're thinking about, the other person and how you want them to receive it because that's part of the the result right like i'm writing this um message let's say on linkedin to someone um and i want them to open it and i want them to feel you know like i am a competent uh person in this in this uh field or you know i have these skills and i want them to feel that i care and 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 that i uh care about this company that i'm asking them about and whatever it is that you want them to experience when they read your message you actually put some thought into it and so i can guarantee you that when you write a message from that place it will it will actually you know be a much different message than if you just go get down to your laptop and be like okay i have 10 minutes let's send as many as possible Dick, tick, 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 tick. And set them out, um, and again, that might be faster, but it and, and like more efficient, but it's definitely not more effective. <coughs> so you definitely want to keep that intention, um, and then the third thing that I noticed, and I mentioned this a little bit um, in the previous video that I did, is that people another sign that you are self sabotaging is if you're if you find yourself always busy with the job search, if you're constantly, you know, doing things and you never have like a moment where you can look back and analyze kind of, okay, this is where I'm going. I know, you know, this is where I was, this is where I am now, this is my goal. I'm these are the steps that I need to take to get there. And you you're just kind of always with something on your plate. There's always something to be done. Um and that is actually, you can, it can feel very good, you know, um, it can feel, feel good and safe to always have something to do because you don't have to think about what it is that you're doing and where you're trying to go. Um, but it's actually, it's a very sneaky form of self-sabotage because you're, you're preventing yourself from being able to take a look around and see if you're actually getting anywhere or if you're just, you know, peddling in place. Um, and, and, you know, wasting all that energy, just not making progress. Um, and I wanted to talk about why we do it, because if you now, you know, you thought about these things and you recognize that you do, um, engage in self-sabotage and you, and you might be like, you know, hitting yourself and, and thinking of like, how could I do this to myself? I so badly want that job. I so badly want that lifestyle. I I'm so ready to move on. How is it that I'm getting in my own way like that? Um, and I wanted to give you a, a glimpse into why, like, some of the reasons that that we do this. Um, because that's like, I I I. I Wholeheartedly believe that, like being aware of like how we work and why we do things, is a really, really um, is a really good way to hack the solution and to figure out how to how to kind of stop it in its tracks and find something better to do. <coughs> and without that understanding and that self awareness, it's very hard to do that. You could try all sorts of things, and they don't you don't really hit home because you know it doesn't um, get to the root of the problem. So there's, there's like a few reasons that I've noticed that people do this. Number one is they don't think that they deserve whatever they're going for. Um, and this is true for a job search. It's also true for many other things. So, um, you know, but we'll keep this in the, in the context of a job search. You know, when you're trying to get to that next level in your career, and especially if you're trying to make a career move, you don't have a lot of evidence or proof yet that you're, that you can do it. Like it's, it's very difficult to out of, you know, for no reason, believe that you can do something that you've never done before. You kind of have to find a different way to believe that you can do it. Um, and there are ways to do that, but you know, this is something that it's again. It's not unique to to um, job searching. But like when I ran my first half marathon, it was the longest I've ever ran, and I did not want to get to race day without having run that that distance before, thirteen point one miles. Um, so I ran it the week before or two weeks before, which is like super like not recommended. People say not to do that and not to run the full distance, you know, to increase your your pace, to increase your, sorry, your distance um, over your training period, but never to run the full race until the race itself. And I just, my mind couldn't take it. I had to do it. <coughs> so I think for, I was lucky because it's like a half marathon, it's not that bad. But if I was doing that for a full marathon, that, that would not fly. I would have to figure out a different way to feel comfortable with getting to that start line and running, and knowing in my heart that I'm going to finish, even though I'd never actually run that much distance all at once before. <clears throat> and so, you know, feeling like we can't do it, or like we don't really deserve it, like maybe we're, we're not good enough, or who are we to even go after something as audacious as this, with a salary that's maybe like even maybe twice as much as what we're making now, or even more. Um, and, and with, you know, a boss who might actually, like, respect and appreciate us, and give us a seat at the table, and have our voice be heard, and how can we, and we start getting into those, into those internal conversations and internal dialogues that are, that are um, kind of tearing ourselves down, And we might do this totally without noticing that we're doing it. So it might just be like this fleeting um, thought. It might be a whole dialogue in the back of your head that you're not aware of because you're busy with your day-to-day or you're busy uh, doing busy work. But it certainly is um, a place that you're operating out of that will lead to some kind of self-sabotage and will lead you to stop you from getting the thing that you don't think that you deserve. Um, or that you don 't think you're ready for uh, deep down um, another reason that we do this is out of fear, so you know obviously the fear of failure it's like it's such a big it's such a big fear for for people to fail um, and specifically to fail publicly you know to fail and to have other people know that we tried and we didn't succeed um, it is like one of the most. <laughs> Excuse me. Not getting not getting over this thing. <laughs> I'm trying really hard. Um, yeah. So you know, we have we have uh, we have all these uh, <laughs> all these fears of looking like making a fool out of ourselves or what will people think or you know looking like a jackass that we try to 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 go for something so audacious um and a lot of times it can be it, that fear can be really strong so it, it sounds kind of silly you know what do we care what other people think what do we care um it's obvious to us on an in, on an intellectual level that like you know this isn't high school and nobody's going to point and laugh and you know, um, and that obviously without trying, we won't succeed, you know, we all know that, but still we have that fear that we're going to go ahead and try doing something that we've never done before that we might be, you know, we might feel totally unqualified to do. and. We're gonna have to have some people at least know about it because we need the help of our network and we're gonna be out interviewing and we need the support of, of at least some of our people um, and so and and what happens if that doesn't work and staying in that you know in that place of playing out a, a possibility um, of something really really unpleasant happening to us and that definitely can lead to to self sabotage it can also go it can also lead to different things, but um, none of them good um, I guess maybe some there is uh, there are some good things or some advantages to to fear that you can like use it to your advantage but at its worst it probably looks like self sabotage because it is because of the nature of self sabotage it's something that you're doing to yourself um, and you might not even be aware of it. And then the other type of fear that we have is the fear of actually succeeding. So believe it or not, people are out there trying to accomplish things, and the reason that they're getting in their own way is because they're afraid of what is actually gonna happen when it does work. What's gonna happen if you do get that job that you want? and it's so demanding and you can't keep up and what if you know you have to um fake it till you make it to get there and then you're just gonna be faking it the whole time and you're never gonna make it (coughs) what if you're gonna have to pretend to be something that you're not in order to keep up um what's gonna happen you know when you up up level or upgrade that part of your life what's going to have to follow suit and maybe there are some things in our life that are keeping us down and and we, we know that in order to succeed or once we succeed we can't hold on to them but we're afraid to let them go because they're part of our lives because they're part of our identity because they're part of our whatever it is um what happens if um suddenly you know most of you said in, in when I asked you guys, most of you said that you would have no problem, you know, earning more than most of your friends, earning more than your partners, um, and that it would actually be really awesome. And I think that's totally cool. That's I mean, that's, that's amazing that you guys feel that way. Um, there are people who deep down are afraid of, of even that financial success. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but um, there is that fear of, What happens if, what happens if I, you know, I'm suddenly making all this money and I have to, and I have to, you know, live a certain way or, you know, do I have to act differently, dress differently, um, hang out with different people? Um, Do I have to, is it okay if I just stay the same? Can I stay the same and get there? Um... And all that stuff and of course you know a dynamic of um, once one partner um, th- those of you who are in in a relationship one partner in 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 the um, family unit earning more than the other one even in the most you know 5050 uh, totally equal well-intentioned um couples this could create tension and even if it doesn't it could be like um just a thought that's underneath the surface and it's enough of of a what if it's enough of a big of a what if that for some people it will trigger that self-sabotage of like fear of success and then the last reason that you might be self-sabotaging is that um you don't actually want to get this job. So, you know, it it might not mean that you do know what you want, but you might be saying to yourself, you know, on a subconscious level that you don't want to, you don't really, you know, you don't really want to work with these people. Maybe you read the uh, job description and it doesn't really sound like something you want to do, but you are, whatever reason you know you need a job right now or you're really trying to break into high tech so you're telling yourself it's it's okay it's like a first job and then i'll get something better down the line and if you're doing any of those things you know you're not going to be as motivated to really um do all the things necessary in order to transition your career into high tech which you know I, i keep saying to you guys that for <clears throat> I believe that, you know, there, there are some people that just no matter what, they don't have the skills, they don't have the experience, they, they won't be able to, you know, they don't have the personality traits and they won't be able to do it. But for a lot of people that I talk to, they think that they can't. But I know, <laughs> I know that they can um, But if they're not committed to making that happen, it's not going to work because it's not easy. It's not something that is like a. There's something that's that we call um, in the in the career world. We call it like a bridge job. It's something to carry you over. It's something you know. It's just something that it's not your passion. It's not your dream job. You know, it's it's not your end goal. It's just a bridge. To wherever it is that you're going next, um, whether it's a bridge, um, on a on a professional level, that you're trying to cross into a different um, industry and you need the, the professional experience in order to do it, um, or just financial uh, security while you're you know while you're actually securing the um, the real job that you want. But here's the thing: bridge jobs they okay most bridge jobs aren't um that difficult to land which is good right because bridge jobs don't inspire us by definition they're not where we want to go they're just like a uninteresting kind of bland uh necessary evil on the way to where we want to go and so you know, if, when you're making this transition, the, the level of commitment and energy and like grit, the inconsistency that you're going to need to bring to, to this journey, to this, like to, to making this feat happen, because, you know, like I said, even though I say that it and I and I and I know and I believe that it's possible for everyone that I that I speak to and I tell them that I think they can do it. It's because you know I've I've seen this type of thing happen before, and and you know after speaking to them and hearing like their background, then I then I know, um, then I can know that uh, if this is true or not for them. And I'm always honest. But even though it's possible, that doesn't mean it's easy. Okay, so. It still means that you're going to need to bring a lot of, like a ton of those, um, a ton of willpower. You're going to need to bring a lot of, um, like, you're, you're, you're going to have to bring the kind of mental and emotional energies that will help you last through um, this this thing, which is huge, that you're trying to do. And so if what you're trying to do is not really what you're trying to do, it's something else, it's, you know, you don't actually want that job, you just feel like you should apply for it or you should try to get it for whatever reason, then you, that might cause you to engage in some form of self-sabotage. And this is probably like, <laughs> it's one of the most common ones. Because um, I, I actually don't know why. <laughs> but it, it is very, very common that you, that lack of commitment. And it, and it might not even be because you know there's something wrong with the job that you're going for. It could be a really great fit for you. But until you make the decision that this is what you want, um, you're just not going to have that same level of drive to go and get it. And I think that that decision is really, really hard, um, to make for people who have never, you know, been in this before, you know, for all the reasons that I've listed before. Um, and that's kind of where the self-sabotage comes in. But the self-sabotage is, is in the form of like not making that decision. So, if you recognize in your own behaviors and feelings and actions um, and experiences any of those things that I talked about today, then I want you to let me know. And if you want to talk it out, and you know, um, if you want me to help you get unstuck with it or to, you know, uh, figure out if what you um, What you have the skills and experiences that you have if they can you know be translated into something that would be valuable somewhere in high tech um then i want to invite you to book a call with me um, by going to this irresistible.com forward slash apply and what we'll do is we will get on the phone for about 45 minutes um or skype or zoom whatever whatever works and then um we're we're gonna talk about you know where you are today, where you want to go, what needs to be done to to get there, and I'll be able to tell you you know we'll we'll be able to figure out together if uh, if you have what it takes to get into high tech with the current skills and experiences you have, and if you don't, then I'll uh, you know I will f- for sure tell you like where I think you should focus your efforts in order to be able to get there. Um, but if you do, then I will. Um, I'll tell you. I'll I'll tell you, or help help you figure out together. You know, where is the place in high tech, or what are the sort of roles and positions that your skills and experiences um, would would play nicely with, and also what kind of um, salary level you can command, um, depending also on on your geography, of course, and everything like that. But uh, mostly, you know, what you can do and what you can deliver so if you want to take advantage of this please um go to that uh url that i mentioned and choose that's my calendar page (laughs) so just choose uh, a time that we can talk and uh yeah the the reason that i do these calls for free by the way is because um there's like too many too way too many Working moms that are stuck in unsatisfying um, jobs that are just not gratifying and not using their skills and they're sitting on so many valuable skills that could uh, just be taken into high tech without adding any coding classes, without you know becoming a a, a programmer or a techie or anything like that, but taking what you have right now and and being able to work in a in a company that's that's you know that has growth potential, that has, you know, mobility and, and all that. So anyways, you guys, I'm really passionate about this stuff and I love uh, helping um, those moms that I can and that are like really committed to this, get what they want and get the results. And I also know that as we are talking about this stuff, you might decide that you want my help to get there. And if That happens, and you know, and it's a good fit, and everything, so we can explore that. But even if not, um, and you're not interested, it's totally cool. There's no pressure at all, and you know, it will still be the most clarifying 45 minutes that you've ever spent working on your career, just for that the level of like honesty and clarity that we're gonna get to in it. So, again, if you wanna talk, Book a call at thisirresistible.com forward slash apply. And I really, really hope to hear from you soon. Bye.